0: Back to another episode of Land Skrve. Wow, a very sunny day today. A lot of time in the sun, and I gotta tell you, it has me drunk. <laughs> you ever go to the beach, or just out in the woods, or just out in your yard, and you're like, this sun is dehydrate me. I feel like a prune. I can't wait to get to a tall glass of lemonade, or just a tall glass of water. That's how it had me today. And I feel real good about it. I loved it. There's so many things that passed through my head. I went to deeper levels of meditation and I have to say right now. I feel as high as a kite. But I wanted to tackle this issue of childhood obesity in the black community. And some people are going to say, oh, there you go again, talking about stuff in the black community. It's everywhere. Childhood, ob- ch- childhood obesity is all over the place. We understand that but it just seems more targeted for us. I'm gonna get, just jump right into it, right? I'm always seeing things that may be connecting dots that are am not supposed to connect just that way. I can't help it. At my age and the eras that I've come through, I can't help but not trust everything I see in this matrix. But we first have to admit that it's a matrix. (laughs) You know, some of us are sticking our head and our heads down in the sand of denial. And you can do that if you want to. But when you pull your head out, what's going to be around you? You see, you're only postponing the inevitable. And us as a community, we're not doing good right now. There's a lot of good things happening, but there's a lot of things under the rock that we don't see that's happening also. And for persons like myself, who get on here day after day and speak a certain way, it just sharpens my sights even more so when I see these things come true. Listen. I just mentioned the different eras that I go through, I've come through, and it's not a shock,
1: or it's not a lie,
0: to say that coming through the crack era, which has never touched me as a person who used it, or a person who sold it, I never did either one. It hurts to think back
1: on my life and see how many
0: people never made it through that time. It hurts to see how many people have either died using it, whether they sold it and they got killed because they were selling it because a rival drug gang didn't like the money they were making or they were killed in the pursuit of getting money, stealing things, breaking into people's homes to get the money for the crack or the crack just straight up killed them in time. And for those on both sides,
1: whether it was a user or a seller, that
0: they both can get locked up for long periods of time. And I know crack is not weed. but There are a lot of people out there that were so, locked up for because of weed. And now marijuana is legal in many places in America to sell. While some of those others... Who sold it in what they say is illegal terms, is still locked up. What gives? Are you gonna let them all go now because it's legal? Well, there's certain things, just like crack, just like certain drugs, just like keeping us in the community on the outs when it came for certain types of employment, which I have a bone to pick with us because of that. Because why should we be seeking employment from an oppressor when we could show unity and do it on our own? Black Wall Street and so many other dozens of Black Wall Streets that were in America that they never talk about. You hear Ron DeSantis talk about erasing our history, basically, off the books. So we don't know. Who we are. We can't take pride in what we've done. Most of what we find out of our history now comes on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, things that they share that we were never told. I've come to a certain age in my life and I'm like, wait a second, they never taught this to me in school. Why didn't they teach this to us in school? I mean, it was only about slavery. We felt that our history began in slavery. I knew better because I had parents who taught me better than that. But there's so many people who think that way. What I'm trying to get at is there's so many ways to get at us, so many ways to bring us down. And I'm not going to sit here and harp on what people would call a victim mentality. No. I'm a champion. You all are champions. You weren't put here to do anything less than be a champion and surmount every challenge that stands before you. But for those of us who are defeated mentally, we got to understand that we're not on those lower statistics because we're that bad. It's actually because we're that good. And they shoot us down before we get a footing. So they don't go after the older folks like myself. Go after the children with so many things. Look at what they're teaching in our schools. The filth that they're teaching officially in our schools. And we as parents cannot say anything about that. We just have to go along to get along. See, we have our children's minds first before we send them out into the world. But should we really send them out to the world when there's homeschooling? Some of us may have wanted to do that, but we didn't have the opportunities to do so, to organize. Or maybe we had two jobs to work or something of an obligation where it was just impossible. You say, oh, man, I wish I would have done that. We've got to protect their minds. But we do all of these things, so many of us. We we, we homeschool and, and we teach them the real history and we make them feel loved and have a home that's positive, and progressive. And we're killing our children in the supermarket aisles. We're killing them by what we allow them to eat, the packaged food that's GMO. And what's not GMO, of course, is genetically modified. Look at what's happening to our children. Look at the young girl here with a bright smile on her face and nothing but love in her heart. But around that same heart, it's getting clogged, the veins are full of sugar, killing off her pancreas. And you say, "You children, who's responsible for childhood obesity?
1: Or do all of us take a hand? Because, you see,
0: it's another way of coming at us. You see on the banner that I created a minute ago, you see a picture of Lizzo. And she's the rapper, she's the person who plays the flute, and she's encouraged to basically be a minstrel woman for obesity. And they say that it's body acceptance. So do you accept the lowest form of yourself and push it out there to the world? That we do have children that need to get more exercise, that need to eat better, and you have a lizzo in front of them making them feel good about themselves for doing something destructive. So would you hand your children cocaine and different types of drugs, methamphetamine, these different things, because there are stars that do it? The stars may not do it outright in front of you, but they get on social media see that it's okay. They want to emulate their stars. So, do you meet a person where they are not well, and say that it's acceptance of the sickness, or do you l- let them know that you love them but you want them healthy? So, a lot of us as parents, we give the children what we think, but we think they want, and they'll tell us, "World, feed themselves." And say, "Listen." We're gonna to go to the supermarket, but you know what? We're gonna give you the cart. We're gonna give you the credit card or debit card, and you shop this everything you want. We don't have a say. So, mommy or daddy doesn't have a say. So, just go ahead and shop and spend about maybe four or five hundred dollars. You're gonna really get a good one in. And as you well know, money doesn't go too far in America anymore. Just as time is moving by so fast. And I have to say it again, to me, this is my opinion, the 24-hour day is a thing of the past. The day goes by in 16 hours, y'all. Just go by the field. Think about that tomorrow when you get up to either go to work or if you're retired and you're home or whatever. Look how fast the time is going. There's a lot of manipulation going on. Just as there's a lot of manipulation going on with the food. They, they don't even have to tell you that GMO food. Look at the kid here in the banner in the aisle. They're generic, generic products on the shelf, but you can tell that it's junk food. And now we have a retarded way, a, a twisted way of having our taste buds activate, our mouths water off of a packaged product. Packaged. You don't see packages hanging off of trees. You don't see them out in nature. A child sees a box of cookies in and, and their mouth water. It's a box. So already we're losing. It's unnatural. We need to go back to the natural. Like I said, there's some entity out here that does not let or not like and doesn't want to let us go the natural way whether it's in our relationships or preferences. Preferences? The only preference between you and the person you choose should be whether they're tall or short or, or, you know. know. But now it's man to man, woman to woman. I can't say that now. They censor you. You you can't say these things. I'm not going to go after people who are doing their own thing behind closed doors, but everything is to be unnatural now. Bill Gates wants to block out the sun. Who decides that this food, especially the sugary drinks that are pushed in the black community, in the corner stores, in the supermarkets, in the bodegas, things that they can easily reach. They don't want juice anymore, which is highly processed also for the most part, unless you juice it fresh and you're juicing it at home. They want everything that's not good for them. And what are we doing? We're sitting around, those of us who do, because I know many wonderful parents out here who do the right thing with their children. But there's some who don't care. They'll toss them a smartphone, toss them some snacks, or something to throw into the microwave that's not real food, and we wonder why they come out looking the way they do. We wonder
1: why. A lot of us have diabetes
0: at single-digit ages, and we have big pharma who wants to make money off of the sickness. Don't you see the hustle of us? Big money from us being sick. So put the bad food out for us to consume, to consume, to throw us off into being imbalanced. What kind of hustle is that? And you mean you don't see it? In the black community, we have more KFCs, more McDonald's, more Burger King's, more Papa John's pizzas, more Chinese joints where they make food for you that they refuse to eat. They're walking around all just walking around, size rubber, big and fat. And I'm not making fun. I'm not making fun of any child either. The child's innocent. They don't know. All they know is that sugar tastes good and I want more sugar. You see? Especially in the black community, we go for things based in sugar, fats, and oil, fried stuff,
1: salt, salt, sugar, fat. Salt, sugar, and fat. Either it's fatty
0: or it's sugary or it's salty. We don't even have real taste buds anymore. We got Frankenstein taste buds. Something morphed, something twisted, something not real. It's not real anymore. We're not real anymore. We don't even look normal. If we had gone back in time to speak to our ancestors, they'll say, wait
1: a second, you all came from us? Looking like that? Even
0: on a minimal level, a minimal level, we don't resemble what we came from. And we're not talking ten generations. We are beautiful people, but this system is trying to normalize this condition, so that in time we can wear ourselves, kill ourselves off in just another way. It's no different than crack. It's no different than methamphetamines. It's no different than alcohol. But they're hitting the kids with this now, with it now, and it's supposed to be all right. And they see the commercials, mommy. Mommy, I want them new cookies I saw on the TV the other day. Mommy, get me ice cream, cold. I think I hear Mr. Softy.
1: Train puppies.
0: Ain't that song racist? Yeah, it's a, it's a racist song. Let me see if I can Google it here, because I remember years ago talking about it. Send someone that uh, uh, ice cream truck song and get the words to it and the n word in there. Okay, okay. Let me see here. Okay, let's talk about this for just just a second. I just want to the racist history of the ice cream truck song. I don't want to play it. You know how YouTube is. So let's go here here let's, let's see please please tell us please tell us the word okay give me a second here I think I'll be scared to say it what's the words okay this is not even what I'm talking about but we're gonna touch on this for a second okay okay turkey in the straw that's the name of it right It's one of the most iconic ice cream truck jingles today. However, many people don't realize that this familiar tune has racist roots. Turkey in the Straw's melody originated from British and Irish folk song, which had no racial connotation. But the song itself was first performed and gained popularity in American minstrel shows in the 1800s. Some songs using its same melody contain highly offensive racist lyrics. Throughout the 19th century, songs like Turkey in the Straw were commonly played in ice cream parlors and later adapted as ice cream truck jingles. These associations of Turkey in the Straw are not the only part of its legacy. It is undeniably that this melody conjures memories of its uh, racist iterations. Okay, since 1920, Good Humor ice cream has been a staple of childhood. Almost everyone has has a fond memory of chasing after their neighborhood cream truck for their favorite frozen treat. Good Humor has not owned ice cream since the 1970s, nor do we create turkey in the straw. Or any other jingles. However, as a leader in the industry and the creator of the original ice cream truck, we want to be part of the solution on this issue, particularly since we work closely with so many ice cream truck drivers across the country. As we mark Good Humor's 100th anniversary this year, Acknowledge the history of the ice cream truck jingle and take action to ensure ice cream trucks across the country continue to spread joy to everyone for the next 100 years. Okay, this this is they're explaining themselves. I'm trying to get lyrics. I don't want to play it. <laughs> I don't want to play it. No, no, no. I'm not scared to play it, but we'll play it on another social media platform. Let, I'm trying to find the words. Okay, Okay, here we go. We found it. That first one was just like a cloud of money off of that, please. Okay. Um, I hope this is not long. No, 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 it's not long. Okay. Back in June, Good Humor Ice Cream's Instagram account made an unusual departure from the no- normal items about new frozen treats. Instead, viewers saw a post about the racist history of popular ice cream, changing. notably turkey in the straw. A melody that, despite a lot, okay, I'm reading the same thing here. Wait a second. Is this some kind of campaign? Show me the words. You see what they did? It's like they're pushing stuff out. they kind of, okay, here it is. Here it is. Okay. But it wasn't until the advent of traveling minstrel shows that the melody really launched itself into American culture. And the tune acquired racist lyrics. In the 1830s, the minstrel former Mr. Performer George Washington Dixon popularized a song called Zip Coon. Set to the familiar tune in reference to blackface who, as Johnson wrote, was the city slicker counterpart to the dim-witted rural blackface character whose name became infamous in uh, America, Jim Crow. And as those lyrics made it clear, It is a cruel caricature of a free black man trying to join white society by dressing fine and using big words. Johnson wrote, we won't write out the exact lyrics. You can find them for yourself here. Now, I'm not going to read them. I'm going to click them. How did I get here? Oh, man. Fine print. Okay, let me just read a few of these. I'm going to drop this. I want you to read along. I'm not going to go do the whole thing, but I have the link here, and I'm going to drop it right in here for you so you can see it too at the same time. Here it is. Oh, not only do we have to deal with racist lyrics, we got GMO Foods, which really probably is worse than the lyrics. At least we could learn them and, 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 and get them out of our head. Okay, Zip Coon. Wait now.
1: I'm not going to sing this. <laughs> you all get that, right? Okay. What is he saying here? Check this out.
0: They got a... Oh, zippa doo doodin doo doo do zippa doo day They stick so you. He make all the little coons sing possum up a tree. Or how the little coon will dance and sing. When he... Okay. They, um misspelled so many words so it doesn't seem as bad but you see it there you will take your time to look at that but that's the deal with that and I don't know how I got way off on this but we'll go back okay just welcoming everybody in we're having a good time tonight just want to touch on these different subjects but the bottom line is that with Lizzo being pushed as basically obese example of who you should accept we're not saying that if you're overweight that you can't love yourself because if you're overweight and morbidly obese you must show yourself self care this is not self care eating these foods that make you you know obese nothing wrong with a little snack every now and then something like of course Try to pick the best, healthiest out there. But the bottom line, when you bombard yourself with all of these chemicals that are in these foods, look at labels. Look at the labels. It used to be you get ice cream, right? So you know it's a milk product, right? There's a little sugar in there, a little something, a little flavoring, boom. But now you got cream with 56 and 75 different ingredients and they're supposed to do something to it. And, and, and we wonder why we swell up. We're basically embalming ourselves. They say McDonald's french fries has formaldehyde in it. So we're embalming ourselves. You eat McDonald's french fries, and of course, when they're hot, they taste so good, you shake a little salt on it. But then after you finish eating it, what about that feeling in the top of your mouth? There's something it's slimy. Then you try to eat them and, and, and microwave them and bring them back. It never comes back. So what does it do to your body? You've got to reheat it and nothing happens. What happens in your body? And you have fat on you that you can't lose, the excess. This is not a put down. It doesn't mean you have to eat. Okay, let's get straight to. There are a lot of our sisters who, they are built beautifully. They have the hips, the thighs. They have little waistlines with that too. So no, I'm not knocking who are naturally shapely as you should be. We're not talking about naturally shapely, and of course the scale may say a higher number than the white twiggy who's standing next. You're not to feel bad about that, because the entertainment industry, the fashion industry, all of these industries work together to form the cycle of what we feel we should fall under. I'm too fat because I can't wear that outfit like this one. Is my butt big? And the white women are looking to get more shapely. And so, if you have a shapely side sister, don't call it big. Anybody could be big. You got a white woman with big behinds. You got a shapely backside. Some y'all got it big too. But for the most part, don't call it big. Big. Anybody could be big. You could eat yourself into being big. I did bodybuilding years ago. A lot of guys running around with big sweatshirts in the gym and they big, but they fat, they smooth, and ain't all muscle under there. You see what I mean? So be careful what you say and what you call yourself. But Lizzo was being pushed out there to be a role model for the little girls who felt ostracized and put on the back burner, ridiculed. No, you can be a star, and you can be looked at as beautiful, and they push this narrative. Isn't that something?
1: Let me see. Find this uh this video. Okay, let me see something. Just gonna play something here.
0: Let me see. Give me a second. Okay, there it is. Now I got this. Show you some. Now you all know what Lizzo looks like, but I just wanted to. Kind of push the narrative for people to see a little deeper here. Bang. Here we go. Here we are. See if we can bring this up a little. This is a short clip from TikTok. I'm not going to play the sound for copyright reasons. Let's just let this roll for a little while while I talk.
1: Wish I could make it. It's what it is. Okay. I mean, look.
0: A lot of us put on weight when we get a little older, and we wish we could control it. Sometimes we don't get into doing it and whatnot. I'm not to knock somebody because we don't know where they're coming from. We get have people who had operations on their body. They take a medication and they blow up. The loss of a loved one. A lot of people, have they lose children. to accidents and things are unfortunate. And they take to eating a little bit, you know, a little more, because that's their comfort now. They're hurting inside. So I just want to say have a little compassion for those who may be going through through some things. You know, they might be going through some healing or healing process right now. You understand? So they may go off the beaten path. But if we can get back on and help them to get back help them with their emotions to eat healthy food, natural food. If it, if it is not picked off a tree or picked up from under the ground in a root you feel it's just natural in its natural form. Don't eat it. But It's a gradual process because when we tie our emotions into eating, we may be by ourselves, and eating is our comfort, the rush of sugar, the feeling of the fats going, going down, right? The oil, salt, it's a pacifier. But we don't realize this, so we have to con- consciously speak about it. But here they're parading Lizzo. Come on now. Do you think they're going to say that she has the money to lose weight? But They're going to push her out there as that. And sometimes she's come out in thongs. I mean, this is not as bad as what I've seen. But she came out there shocking. I don't think anybody should hate themselves if they look in the mirror and see themselves overweight. No, do the right thing by loving yourself and taking the right action to correct it. So understand that time there is going to take time get it all back but we don't think this way and Hollywood and the music industry, the entertainment industry they mold how we think and if they can get our young girls our young guys, our children to be morbidly obese and okay with it that's them coming after us in another way to destroy us and right up under our noses we're helping to facilitate this yeah, yeah, you can go in and get that. and Oh, yeah, throw that in the wagon. Yeah, you've been a good boy. You've been a good girl. Eat this. Poison? If they're a good boy or a good girl in school and you want to reward them, you don't go out and say, hey, let's go out and get some methamphetamines for our kids.
1: No, but this is just as bad. And it's
0: normalcy now in the culture. It's been this way for decades. We'll... Um, we were better off before when we had our own farms, and we had to go out there and, and work the farm and get the exercise. I see people out here in country out in Ghana, not so much the city, but way out in the country. When they wake up, they may not have a refrigerator. They have to go out into nature to get their food that day. So it's always fresh. We got stuff sitting up in refrigerators for a whole month. And we go in there and try to make sense of it. And we look at the packages. Oh, oh, we can use this now because it won't be another two months before. Well, it's already dead in the box. You eat things dead in the box? It's wrong what they're doing to us, people. It's really wrong. And we fall for it, hook, line, and sinker. I deserve it. I I worked hard a week. Let me get this treat. And I ain't mad at you. When you start doing it every single day, we got a problem. And it sneaks up on us. And we're falling victim to the agenda that our children are going to follow behind with. Because they're going to see it as being okay. They're going to see it as being all right. That's not good. Yes, Chris, Chris, Crispus Harris, he says we suffer because of the lack of knowledge.
1: Yes. It's true. So true. Poor poor
0: food choices. Look at Libby Lou. Most parents are ignorant. They think because it's in the groove, it's okay to give their kids. Or in I'm sorry. <laughs> I added a O. But it's it's so true. It's 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 sad how all around it's like that hole. In the mosquito net. And you don't fix that little hole in the mosquito net. And the mosquito comes in the, the net you're sleeping under. And the mosquito comes and takes his time. you fast asleep. feeling say, so, oh, he ain't going to find that hole. And he finally finds that hole and gets in. And you wake up scratching. He done got you. That's the way it is with us. They take time. They spend money. To target campaigns to get our children aware of foods that they shouldn't be eating. That's the food today is the kidney drugs. It's, it's drugs for the kids. Because it's not about nutrition, it's not about exercise. And, you know, they don't have them on the side of these cereal boxes that are loaded with sugar and all kinds of weird mm. fats. What are trans fats? I'm getting to the point that when I hear trans anything, I don't want nothing to do with it. Trans this and trans that. (laughs) Fats. That's the fat of a transsexual person? I don't know. Tell me. Trans anything. There was nothing trans in nature before. So we have trans now. Right? I'm going to cover this up with a banner because I'm getting tired of seeing it. Really getting tired of seeing this. We get these things blasted over and over and over and over. It's no good. No good. Why would they have her up to, what is she eating? Some piece of chocolate or something? This is what she does. It's all about the food. And our children think it's a joke. Instead of saying, You know, I have one ice cream, I need to just stop. Maybe I have one in a couple of days, but eh. Little kid go and eat five ice creams. Take their little allowance money and just go ahead and just buy up all this stuff and eat it and hide the food or kick the crackheads. I'm not knocking them down, but it's right up under your nose you think it's innocent. And you say to yourself, well, they ain't out there really smoking the real crack. This has an effect on the brain also.
1: It messes their body up also. But
0: you don't care. And you don't think that there's something wrong. Because at least they ain't doing this. It's the lesser of two evils. Maybe not. They ain't having enough for the rest of their life. Because of my training and doing bodybuilding when I was younger, I know my body. So when I'm going off a bit too much, I say, hey, you need to pull it back, because I know where I am on base level. I know my body. Your body is the foundation. It's like riding a bike. You never forget that. Last time you rode a bike, because I've been eight years old, now you're 55. And 300 pounds heavier, you're still getting on that bike, you know how to ride. I got on my unicycle after four years of not riding it. It was a little rusty, and I rode it. I still got the balance. Some things you never lose. But unfortunately, when you have bad habits, those are hard to lose. And we're training our children to get into substances from young because this is not, any, not, not, not even food anymore. It's substances it's concocted and, and, and engineered and chemicalized in laboratories and, you know, come on. And these kids are addicted to these things. They get happy when they see
1: oh, oh, those little cookies I love.
0: They don't get that happy for an apple or a mango or a banana, but they get happy for that fat-laden, starch-filled,
1: salt-laced. The cookies.
0: Can't breathe that about, <laughs> I knew a brother who ate so much white castle hamburgers until his nose was bleeding. Yes. His high blood pressure he was eating and that's what he would eat. Looked like Job the Hutt. <laughs> yeah. My my nose bleeding. <laughs> I saw him with my own very eyes and he had high blood pressure, but he didn't really realize it, but you could tell. He'd walk a little bit. he got 20 more blocks to go. I and him a White Castle hamburger. Got some fries, too. Eight hamburgers into his nose <laughs> I'm not laughing at him, but he was a clown, too. You know, we used to have a lot of fun time. We didn't really hang him or anything, but I knew him, and he would for me sometime like in the yard or whatever. It's like heavy work. And he wasn't that he was so strong. He was just big and thick. One of them big, thick brothers with a belly, too. And he, he, he prided himself as the strongest to lift stuff. He Say, hey, I bet you you can't lift this. And he was so gullible. Yeah, I can lift it. I can lift it. And they manipulate him, you know, to doing it for free. And we ain't got to pay him because he's going to, you know, get this out. Hey, man, I bet you can't move. My buddy here says you can't move that big box. From that side of the yard over to the other. What? I, what you talking about? I'm strong. I'm going. I'm the brother who eats hamburgers with his nose. Yes, I will lift it, and he does. <laughs> Let me get back on point. <laughs> Let's read off a few things. Prevalence have indicated that childhood obesity rates are higher among black children compared to some other racial and ethnic groups. Health disparities. Black children may face disparities in health care, access, and quality, which can contribute to higher rates of obesity. Factors contributing to childhood obesity. Dietary habits, access to healthy foods, Limited access to affordable, nutritious foods in some neighborhoods can contribute to unhealthy eating habits. Cultural influences, cultural food preferences, and traditions may sometimes involve high-calorie, low-nutrient options. Physical activity, limited safe space. Spaces. Some communities may lack safe spaces for outdoor activities, limiting opportunities for physical exercise. Sedentary lifestyles. Increased screen time and sedentary behaviors contribute to reduced physical activity. Socioeconomic factors. Income disparities. Lower-income families may have limited resources affecting their ability to access healthy food options and engage in recreational activities. Educational gaps. Limited health education and awareness about nutrition and physical activity can contribute to unhealthy behaviors. Genetic and biological factors. Genetic predisposition. Genetic factors can influence an individual's susceptibility to obesity. Early life exposures. Adverse early life experiences, such as maternal malnutrition, can impact a child's metabolic health. Psychosocial factors. Stress and coping mechanisms. The experience of chronic stress and limited coping mechanisms may contribute to emotional eating and unhealthy lifestyle choices. Look at all this stuff going on, and they got Liz's fat behind up there, glorifying food, talking about its body acceptance, and we accept that foolishness right onto the grave, right onto the to the grave, to the hospital, to a stroke. My baby had a stroke. The devil is a liar. And you're gonna say the devil is a liar. The
1: devil ain't got nothing to do with it. At all.
0: Unbelievable. Reversing the trajectory of poor health. Community engagement. Community programs, implement community-based programs that promote access to healthy foods and encourage physical activity. We got enough time. Oh, look at Sister Sally's across the street. That, you, that, that car parked over there is it, it's a, a Sister Sally husband. I wonder what they doing over there. I saw the girl come in the house late one night, and, and, and the guy came in, and, and three days later, he left out. They were up in there laying up. Only oh, if you had something to lay up with, you wouldn't be worried about the next person laying up and getting some. Go get some. If you are getting some, <laughs> that's all I'll say. Maybe it's a plate of food I'm talking about, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Into everybody else's business, right? Educational initiatives increase awareness through educational campaigns about the importance of nutrition and physical exercise. Policy changes addressing Food deserts, or deserts, I'm sorry, I put an S in there, right? Advocate for policies that address food deserts by promoting the availability of affordable, healthy food options in underserved areas. School nutrition programs. Enhance school nutrition programs to provide balanced meals and promote healthy eating habits. All I'm hearing in this article here healthy eating habits, healthy eat, promote balanced meals, healthy eating habits. Would you turn the TV on, damn it, you see Lizzo, serving all kind of high calorie, low nutrition foods down her throat and say, accept it. Accept what? That's just as bad as this rainbow foods they're pushing down our throat and accept that.
1: No. No.
0: We weren't made to come here and accept this foolishness, taking us off course, shortening our lifestyle and our lives. Cultural sensitivity, cultural-tailored interventions, develop interventions that are culturally sensitive and consider consider the unique cultural aspects of the black community, inclusive, inclusive. Health initiatives ensure inclusivity in health initiatives, addressing the specific needs of diverse populations. But they usually don't do that. They say, "Well, you a certain height, you better be a certain weight." They don't take into consideration the bone density, how thick you are, whether you're an e- uh, ectomorph, mesomorph, or endomorph. Just so you don't understand, you take a guy. What do those categories mean? endomorph is a person with a slower metabolic rate. I'll put it that way. Meaning that your body works a little slower. You eat food and it doesn't burn off as fast. It may sit on you for a while. You have no problem putting on weight, but the heavier you are, the heavier it is easy to get. An ectomorph is a person who has a Fast metabolism, they can eat just about anything, which is no good, right? But you got to eat healthy food still, too. But they tend to be slender, skinny, burning off fast, high, strong. The mesomorph is the one who has an ideal physique, I mean, a, a metabolism build. They're not too slim. They're not too heavy. And they're a little bit better for bodybuilding. That's just the beginning. But that's something we need to realize. So if you have an ectomorph, a mesomorph, and an endomorph at the same height, how are they going to be at the same weight? We've got to take genetic uh, 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 traits into this thing, too. And don't always say that, well, my whole family big like that because, you know, we big-boned. What, what, what does that mean? Big-boned. Just uh, just say big-boned. <laughs> big-boned. Like you're bonded for work. I'm big, I'm big-boned no, it ain't. Yes, it is. You can't tell us. You can't tell me, Scurv. Yes, I can. You live in the same household? Yeah. Y'all are eating at the same damn fridge, nasty food, the fattening food, because there's always that one that moves away and goes to college or goes to a different, it just leaves the whole family dysfunction, and you're not eating at that sick refrigerator, and they slim down nice. Or, oh, is she different who she thinks she is. Ever since she moved away and she lost all that weight, she come around here like she's better than us because she's slender now. Who you think you are, girl? You think because you look good that you're better than us? No. You look good because you don't eat out of that toxic refrigerator that you pack all the bad foods in. Huh? So you can't play victim. You can change. Um, some type of health problem that I wouldn't know how to diagnose. I'm not a doctor. But if it's something like that, then we got to work with it. We got to do whatever we got to do. I got to stand up. I'm tired of sitting down. Sit down so much, I might end up being obese. Saw myself in the video there. I said, "Man, my my head got big. (laughs) It's already big." (laughs) Ah, feels good to stretch my feet. Got to keep it moving. Hmm. huh family involvement, parental education. Provide resources and education to parents about creating a healthy home environment. Family activities. Encourage family-oriented activities that promote physical fitness and healthy lifestyle choices. You see, I knew someone who had a daughter. This was a mother. She almost blamed the daughter for being a little overweight. But she was feeding her bad stuff and had no knowledge, so the daughter had to suffer the put-downs of the mother. Girl, you're getting so fat. You better, we just fried up some pork today. You better come on over here and eat that. Don't waste it now. God don't like it. You got children in India hungry and can't get no food. And you tell her she's so fat, and you make her sit on the treadmill and walk on the treadmill for an hour. But why are you making a walk on the treadmill when you're feeding her this this, this slimy, fried-up pork and sugary drinks and whatever? You're doing it to her. If she wasn't eating that stuff, she wouldn't be in that position in the first place. But the young girl didn't know and She was in torture. She had low self-esteem because of that. She took it to heart. Do you see how this thing could mess you up? And meanwhile, in the system, this is engineered. This is what they want. They want us not well. If you're not well, you're not feeling well. If you're not feeling well, you can't produce, you can't think because you're caught up in the operations of your body that's trying to get rid of this bad food. You're actually hurting yourself. You're actually reducing your chances for success. And then you have the poor body image. We feel as though we can't measure up to other people because we don't look like them. But the poison we're taking in is making us look that way. you got to get away from certain habits. you got to get away from certain families. you got to get away from certain ignorant thinking, people who don't even know about food. You'd be surprised how many people out here are educated and seem intelligent, but they don't know the first thing about feeding themselves. Properly, And we need to bring that awareness out because
1: the obesity comes out of that. We're
0: overfed and undernourished. I'd rather be underfed and overnourished. Calorically dense food that's
1: full of nutrition. Eat
0: a little less and do more, but of the less you eat, let it be something good for you that fuels you, that brings you up. Because what you eat either brings you higher to a higher physical vibration or brings you lower. Sometimes we flatline. We do a little something bad. We do a little something good. But we're not going anywhere. But I tell you, when you get older, that's when it's going to show. When you've been doing yourself this way all your life now and your internal organs are ready to cock out on you. And you say, man, man, The devil's a liar. No, you are ignorant to certain things. And of course, there are terminal illnesses that are environmental that come in us that we cannot control. I'm not talking about that. I'm not trying to throw guilt on anybody that way. Because the atmosphere, the air, the water, of course the food, but the air and the water. they are spraying these chemtrails over us and we're spraying we don't even know what. And, And do they tell us They schedule this thing and say, well, what we're spraying is something to enhance. It's vitamin C in the air for everybody, so go out 3 o'clock today and just breathe. You'll get more vitamin C. No. you lay in your bed and look at the window. They're spraying that stuff out here. Why? I mean, somebody is paying money. Somebody has a job behind this bad boy. Oh, yeah, spraying, you know, chemtrails is paying us a whole lot, Bill. We're killing off the niggers. (laughs) <laughs> they don't even question anything. They're too apart and too separated to have meetings for stuff like this. Again, they capitalize on a lack of unity. And I bet you this little girl in the banner has a mama out there that has a nice big Lexus truck for the body of a rundown old 1977 Chevy Chevette. That's been sitting on a lot for 20 years. We're killing ourselves. We're eating ourselves into the grave. And we're bringing our kids along with us. This little girl here in the illustration, by the time she's 20 years old, if she keeps on like this. And I knew somebody personally. I knew somebody personally. She was the sweetest girl you ever want to see. And her spirit. And she was always a little heavy when she was younger, but it got worse. And it wasn't really Lizzo bad. Let's put it that way. It wasn't that bad. But she was the sweetest girl. Very nice, the demeanor. Never stepping on anybody's toes. But the household she came out of, the food was always bad. And then one day, she said she wasn't feeling too good. And she went out to sit on the front steps. It wasn't a huge house. It was just the front steps right there. Everybody walking by can see her. But she slumped over to the iron railing, and she still looked like maybe she might have been sleeping. But when the glasses on her face kind of went down on one side and the part by the ear poked up in the air, they said, wait a second. Ain't nobody sleep like that. And when they tried to wake her up, she couldn't wake up because she went outside to her front steps and died. She couldn't have been. Hmm, she couldn't have been more than because I was older than her. This happened at a certain time. Let me see. It had to be. Had to be when I was twenty-three, and she had to be twenty-two or twenty-one. You know, sometimes person's born the next year, but you don't have the same exact birthday, so for a time, it's like you're two years older, but you're not really two years older. It might be a year and a month. That's how it was. It was just a year difference. And that hurt me so much because she was just a good woman, a good, I can't say girl, but, you know, young. When I say sweet, just in her demeanor, just so much love in her heart was messed up by how she ate and how she lived. There was a lot of trauma and tension in her family also. So imagine you combine this, a child who eats this way, but yet a predator will sense, will sense the low self-esteem that came from that and approach a child like this to further push them down into negativity, into low self-value because of what happened. Well, I'm already fat. Nobody loves me. I don't feel good that I measure up because it's probably my fault that this happened anyway. This is what happens, y'all. This is what happens. It compounds. Don't think that a child like this, I'm just using this as an example. It could be a little boy also. Don't think they don't go through life with compounded issues. It's not, okay, that kid is fat, uh, and that kid is in shape, but but they got they struggle with homosexuality, and this kid over here is a kleptomaniac, but everything else is good now. It's not that they have one or two things. Some, some children have to go through multiple issues, and as they have these multiple issues, imagine it's like a bunch of yarn tied up and tangled, and, and you handle this ball of yarn. And it's a tangled ball of yarn. you got to figure this out, and why this parent treated you this way, and you got to figure this out, why this guy dumped you the way he did. It's not just the women, it's the boys too, right? You have all these things that you have to untangle, these issues that were just thrown at you at birth. You didn't realize it at birth, but after a while, single-digit ages, you start to realize there's something wrong here but they have multiple things that they have to deal with. But they know how to put the smile on. We know how to get into the whole veil of ner- normalcy. The veil of normalcy. How you doing? I'm all right. I'm not saying in the street, when somebody says, how are you doing? You're going to just, well, you know, I was, I was raped and, and, I, and my, 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 my father abused me and we were bro- grew up poor and, and my brothers don't like me. They used to throw things at me and, no, they're not going to say that. But we don't even say that to the people we need to say it to. The people that we deal with that have done these things to us. And so a lot of us will still self-medicate in the household that has all this food. And you think the kid is happy. That ice cream cone in their hand. Ice cream cone takes them away from it for a little bit. And as soon as they get it in their mouth and digest it, the pain comes back. You know how many children, black children that we have now, statistically high, High statistics. Suicide. Suicide. And you think back to slavery and how so many of us endured in slavery. Talk about a hostile work environment. It wasn't even work. It was, it was a deadly living environment. You didn't even know if you were going to be alive the next day. But yet and still in the modern day, A lot of our youth are committing suicide. And I know the conditions today are not like they were in slave times. Even though it's still psychologically rough for many of us, the intangibles, the things we don't see, the untangled balls of yarn that we have been struggling with from single digit ages, teen years, early 20s, late 20s, 30s. Sometimes we figure it out by the time we're 50, and then. We realized a lot of time was wasted that we couldn't pursue the life that we wanted to because we had all these things in our head. Now, from the outside, they're promoting this, and they have Lizzo, amongst others. You see, they act on the straight and narrow. Sometimes they're on TV, but you go on social media, and some of these so-called celebrities are, are supposed to act out even more. Because little girls and little boys look up to them because it's pushing their face so much. So if they do it, I can do it. But Lizzo's not around when this little girl has a heart attack at 16 years old now. Will she? And Lizzo has all the money in the world to lose that weight and be a better example. Why don't she turn around? She came out heavy. I'm not knocking anybody who's heavy, y'all, because there's reasons for this. But the bottom line is how do we heal? How do we get away from the environment that is so toxic? And look at the supermarket aisle. When you go to the supermarket, really go and look at the aisles and see what's real food. Real food. You might walk out with a jar of applesauce where it doesn't have anything GMO about it. You might walk out of there with. I can't even say you go to the fruit aisle, the fruit part, the vegetables. They may not be real. And if your fruits and vegetables ain't real, we're in trouble. But well, we can get it out the box. But there's a lot of dead bodies that came out of eating out of the box, and they ended up in a box underground. You all what you eat? <laughs> you can't get away from that. But it's just so sad that we already have issues, and now we've got to deal with this food stuff going on. Yeah, it's 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 sad. Well, you know, I'm going to get up early, going to rock with something early, but I had my day in the sun, I'm ready to forge forward with some good work. But today, I had to talk about this, because who's to say that this young child is not going to try to commit suicide when she gets to be a certain age, and she's an outcast because her friends don't want her around because she's too big, or maybe she doesn't want to be around anybody because she's too big. Feeling unhealthy and unable to enjoy life because he's laden down with this weight. To me, this is the system's way of going after our children to have another inroad into killing off the subsequent generations. I don't see it any other way. That's exactly what it is. We have too many resources in America and the UK that we, this doesn't have to happen. The other people there, they make sure they get the good food to their neighborhood and in their supermarkets. That's why a lot of us who smarten up say, well, we're going to go where they shop. We got to go leave our neighborhood. That's a food desert. And go over to their side of town and shop. It's the reality in America. Because the stuff that we have in our dollar generals and family dollar, nothing but sugar, nothing but fat. Those are not supermarkets anyway. They're placed there. It's culinary death camps that we eat from that poison. It won't last too long. It's a very complex thing, yet very simple when you see it. I just want to say that uh, wrapping it down, I love you all. And Lance Curve is about to head on out. We have some really wonderful shows coming up. We're going to stay focused on the point and move forward and try to learn from each other. And move forward because that's what it's all about. Because at the end of the day, all we have is us. Much love to you all. last peace.